Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Boy, howdy, this happy hour brought to you by the, you know what? I just, I clutch onto this, this tweet. I just told this tweetimonial in my head. I've never, it's like, I've got coffee stains yeah. on it. It's right. It's you, you better frame that one. Yeah. It's from a bun on the run it says on another note, mama, I'm getting some of that fucking plexiderm because honest to God, you look about 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 12 might be pushing it a little bit, <laughs> but listen, Twitter has proclaimed me 35 for years now. Okay. I'm telling you it's plexiderm. That's a it little works. more age appropriate. Thank you. Yeah. It, well, listen, we're getting more honest. We're going to say it's my 39th birthday because, uh-huh. you know, that was a few years ago that 35 thing started. So let's, okay, listen to me. Go to Plexiderm.com. <laughs> Bags, wrinkles, under eye. I'm telling you because you can't. Everybody, it's not just thus in this grand business we call show. Everybody's on FaceTime, right? On right, yes. Zoom meetings, all that stuff. You're taking pictures for social media. You, and listen, this is a hard time for all of us just makes you feel a little better about yourself right a little pick me up you can try a six application trial pack for just fourteen ninety five with free shipping when you visit triplexiderm.com oh this happy hour is the author of you can keep that to yourself a comprehensive guide of what not to say to black people for well-intentioned people of pallor yeah. it's one of the things is i'm going to say to him is black doesn't crack right uh, see not supposed yeah, to say that well that. i need some help i need plexiderm fourteen ninety five trial pack just do it do it do it you can go to triplexiderm.com and type in the code voices or call them at 800-685-1292 and say the code voices. This order comes with free shipping, 30-day money-back guarantee. It's triplexiderm.com. Type in voices or call them 1-800-685-1292 and say the code voices at checkout. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. The perfect happy hour in these days of yeah. racial unrest. Uh-huh. Also, he's a martial artist, so we can kick the shit out of us if I don't say his <laughs> name right. Adam Smyer, author of You Can Keep That to Yourself, a comprehensive list of what not to say to black people for well-intentioned people of pallor. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Adam. Good morning. Good morning. What's this up, This did seem like a... A match made in heaven. Yes. You are a friend of my friend, John, attorney, neighbor. You are also an attorney, a martial artist, a mediocre bass player, I'm told. Oh. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> no offense. I haven't heard you. Self, just... Self-described mediocre. <laughs> so it's okay. That's how I identify. But, you know, I, I was just telling, okay, here's where I, I name drop my first, my black friends immediately. Frangela, mm-hmm. my friends that I tour with on Sexy Liberal Comedy Tour and are on our show every Friday. And I was laughing. I was telling them about your book 
because this is obviously such a period of, you know, everything, racial unrest. And But I literally was like, oh, my drunk friend did that to, at my party. You said one of your rules is do not ask to touch our hair. Do not comment on our hair. You can look at our hair, but keep your childlike wondrous observations to yourself. Hold them in like a fart. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I remember one of my friends asked yeah. Francis if she could touch her hair. Uh-huh. And so, yes, they were like, yes. <laughs> See, then my, my work is done. My my hope was to identify most, if not all, I was ambitious. Right. Uh, <laughs> occasions where we wish that there were a, a, a small card or a book we could we could hand somebody proactively. This is, I have to say, this is brilliant because you... So you said, how to use it? Keep this handbook close. Whenever you're confronted with an African-American and you feel compelled to blurt out an observation about her hair or to liken your Tesla lease to slavery, ask for a moment to consult this reference. She'll wait. If the keen insight you want to share is listed herein, you can keep that to yourself. It really is that easy. And so on cue, Bill Barr just says coronavirus <laughs> lockdowns are exactly the same yeah. as slavery. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was that was really something that right. was impressive. Right. Do you feel like just shut the fuck up about slavery is a good general rule for white people? Do you feel like I do? It, it's it's not a, it's not a bad default. It's not a bad start. I mean, there are obviously loftier goals. The bar here is set very low, uh, but it would be a start. Yeah, find something else to liken the thing you uh, that makes you feel slightly uncomfortable too. Right. Yeah. So explain the where you got the idea for the book because it's. Uh, so this is uh, a slim, well, let me just read your brief reviews, which are everywhere. A, sh- a slim, sharp, satirical guide to preventing racial microaggressions against black people at work, written by a fictional, fictional black colleague, uh, Daquan, the black co-worker you're referring to when you claim to have black friends, <laughs> has something to say. So tell us about the genesis of this book, and it, it's because it's humor, but it's also, it is actually a good guide. Right. Well, it's funny because, you know, the the answer to how long I've been writing this book is, uh, you know, a a little over a year and my entire life, because, (laughs) you know, you 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 pick these up. I I heard all of these once by the time I was, you know, 10. Oh, so articulate. And, uh, you know, it it accumulates. And I guess at some point about a year ago, I I hit critical mass and felt the need to uh, reduce my thoughts to writing. See, writing is therapeutic, so it didn't even really matter what happened after I wrote it. Once I collected my thoughts and once I actually articulated all of the retorts that have been bouncing around in my head every time I've just stared at somebody poker face while they made a fool of themselves, I felt better. Did and you then, actually? So the rest of this is gravy. Was the, was your thought bubble actually saying you could have kept that to yourself? Is that how you <laughs> came up with the title? <laughs> um, that's that that's a thought I have a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't need to be inside voice inside voice um, inside voice. yeah well you yeah it's um, another review says while there's humor throughout there's also a strong sense of anger annoyance and weariness when it comes to the black experience in in trump's america and it's you don't have to be a scholar to go no it's really fucking gotten worse like he's really in, you know incited racists and he's made it okay for racists to say things out loud that, you know. Well, see, that's the thing, though, and that's that's the part of the conversation that's going to be a little uncomfortable for us because you see, the title specifies well-intentioned people of power. I don't really have anything to say to Bill Barr. I don't really have anything to say to ill-intentioned uh, people right. of power. That's actually a lot simpler. This is kind of more of a like a with friends like these sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And so, things have gotten worse in the last four years. Has this gotten worse? Will it go away in November? Knockwood? Uh, probably not. Yeah. 
Well, here's where I name drop my second uh, black friend, Maya Wiley. I don't know if you know her. Yes. <laughs> she's our good friend. From, oh, uh... she's right here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she said something I thought that was important uh, on our show. Um, Adam, is that she said systemic racism doesn't mean intentional? Because I think that's part of it uh, with well-intentioned white people as we get all like, oh, I'm not racist. I'm not. I don't have what you know. It. it <laughs> You can still say, of course, systemic racism exists without saying you're all fucking racist. I mean, it's I think it's and that's what you make the good point that this is for well-intentioned white people who can still be idiots. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. And and I, I do feel that one development of the last four years is that good intentions uh, probably meant more to me personally in the Obama era. Mm -hmm. But when those good intentions fail to prevent the current situation, uh, their their actual value uh, was kind of revealed, you know. So it's 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 not enough. And and truthfully, intersectionalism is real. And I often consult my experience as a man to think about what is the value of my my uh, good intentions as a man if I'm going out in the world making things worse for a little bit more than half of everybody. Does it really matter that I, uh, my, my spirit animal is Alan Alda or somebody <laughs> if I'm going out and doing the things that make people's lives a little bit more uh, uncomfortable each and every day? No, it doesn't matter at all. Well, oh, this is why I fell in love with you on Twitter after I heard about you in your book is because you can join me in a, a man-hating frenzy while I join you <laughs> in a anti-racist in an anti-racist frenzy. Because no, but you you just you retweeted the this just in fire officials say a smoke generating pyrotechnic device used during a gender reveal party caused San Bernardino County's El Dorado fire, and you just said nothing says it's a boy like wrecking shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I absolutely, and I don't I don't really know why people don't consult their own experiences when trying to uh, attain empathy for others but absolutely men are the white people of people isn't yeah. it absolutely yeah we we could keep a lot of things for ourselves as well yeah hey you know what my big sister's been doing for my mom lately playing tape of her mother of my grandma it, it, to her she interviewed grandma about a lot of family ancestry oh. stuff i know it, i forgot what a thick polish accent she had <laughs> And as my dad used to say, she's too mean to die. Oh. But that that was, went dark. Yeah, that got dark in a hurry. Anyway, listen, we all want to know stuff about our ancestors. Sure. And uh, Ancestry.com is the place to go because I, my dad, for instance, fought in World War II, like a lot of people's uh, dads or granddads or whatever. Yep. And uh, there's fascinating stuff. We just hit an anniversary, 75 years. There's amazing things you can learn about your family that are fascinating. The things that help you can help you medically as well. Mm -hmm. You can find and honor your ancestors who served in World War II. Get a new take on your ancestors' World War II experiences. You name it. Discover your untold stories of your family, right? Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash liberal. Start discovering your story today. That's Ancestry.com slash liberal. What's your family story? Find out. Ancestry.com slash liberal. Well, the San Francisco Examiner had a great, you know, sort of write-up about your book. Um, and you said something interesting. You said, I'm finally acknowledging that it might not just be some trip of, trick of my perception that things might be different as white people are actually going out in the streets supporting black people in these latest uh, protests. Um, and I, here's where I dropped my third name, Joy Reid, who we just had on, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> but, she, you know, I asked her because I thought, like, I, I know fuck all as a little, <laughs> stupid little white girl. 
Like, you know, in terms of are things really better? And she said yes. And, you know, one of them is a African-American woman is a primetime anchor now on a, and cable news, you know, that helps, that helps at least. But I said, you know, I don't want to presume to say things seem better. But what you were just saying is, you know, are we allowed to hope because there are peoples of all, people of all races in the streets, you know, supporting this. Polling is showing that people largely support pro, pro Protests by athletes, Black Lives Matter, right? I mean, I feel like it does seem like some things are changing, right? Well, things are changing. I've been around uh, enough to view this a little bit as a cycle. I might be cynical about it. I have felt hope before. You know how it is. Each time you get burned, you, you, you see hope a little differently. And the fact is, they're still killing Black people for fun. Yeah. They're killing Black people for fun at consistently the same rate as they always have, right? So it depends on your metric, doesn't it? Yeah. If you look at this person, look at that person. But we both know, we all know, that in the near future, something horrific is going to be done to a Black person who is minding their own business. Maybe it'll be on video. Maybe we'll get to watch. And nothing will happen. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to say, oh, this time yeah. I'm going to kick that football, you know? I mean, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I'm willing. I'm going to wait and see. You know, you wrote this piece that I thought was really thoughtful. You just said perhaps there's reason to be hopeful. I've never seen protests this widespread go on this long for the cause of Black life. But you said it's awkward to say the least when it's legal to kill you. By legal, it means that they do it. They probably won't get in any real trouble. By awkward, I mean that you know that it's relatively legal to kill you. They know it's legal to kill you. You know that they know, and they know that you know, and that they know. It makes for some interesting interactions. All those videos of white ladies calling the cops on black people for no reason is just a visible example of a dynamic that hangs in the air all the time, and yet we go out in the world and live our lives. You say, sometimes I marvel at our courage. I mean, because that, that's the thing, what you just brought up about being on video. You're like, wow, in the George Floyd, they don't fucking care. They know they're on video. And that motherfucker's just kneeling there like he's waiting for a sandwich, and he knows he's on tape. I mean, Staring it, at the camera like, what? Yeah. It's just another day. Yeah. But and that, it is. And that's what I mean. I feel like, I mean, you said this in this piece, too. I feel like you've been telling us forever. You're like, oh, only now because it's on videotape? Do you believe us that this happens all the time? I mean, you said it, it's, I'm happy and relieved to see this worldwide show of support, but up close... Many of the white people around me are working hard to process what is apparently new information for them. It's disappointing enough that the information is new to them when we've been telling them for literally centuries, right? And and it continues even though it's on videotape. So Yes. Right. So I don't know if this is window dressing. I don't know if this yeah. is uh, a phase. I don't know if it's trendy. I mean, the 60s weren't trendy. The 70s weren't trendy. There's such a thing as actual progress. And in that same piece, I do go on to say that if you go back 100 or 200 years, there's no denying, you know, we're, we're, we're crushing it. We're, we're yeah. doing great. 100 years from now, absolutely things will be better. Knock wood, if we're still here at all. But uh, is this the summer when... Uh, uh, Black people started being uh, treated fairly. Uh, let's let's you know. Let's wait and see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, this uh, you said noting that plenty of the entries are things. Uh, this isn't this ever just an examiner piece. Plenty of the things are things white people have said to him. In all seriousness, he says that coming up with his list, he consulted with subject matter experts, mostly black women. What do I say on the show all the time? What's America's early warning system? Black women. Yeah, fucking do what they say. Yep. <laughs> um, they have been the most consistently right. <laughs> Voting block, right? I mean, <laughs> right side of history. Yeah. <laughs> but wait, don't give give us some other things in the book. Just things 
that people routinely say that then you make a note in your head. Yeah, that's shit oh. you could have kept to yourself. Oh, well, you just with some samplings yeah. pronounced. Yeah. Um, I, can, I can recite this one, I think, by heart. Um, don't complain to me that you don't know how to uh, pronounce Kwame or spell Nzinga, motherfucker. Your name is Seamus O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I finally figured out how to say Judge, and people still can't say Kamala. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well said. Or even, well, the, even the name Sean, it's spelled S-E-A-N. How do you get Sean right, out of right, that? Every, Sean. Everything about that is, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other thing. That's Gaelic. Like, we all a little bit know Gaelic, right? So, right. right. Yeah. So get over here. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> I meant Charday. That was a little tricky of her. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's not the way it looks, but okay. Um, speaking of Kamala, I mean, you say speaking of well-intentioned white people, you said God bless Joe Biden. He's uh, he has my vote, but Joe says things that do not necessarily reflect his state of mind. Says things that he could have kept to himself. That said, I hope he's our next president. But yes, yes. the whole you know clean, articulate thing about Obama. Uh, like, oh no, oh Joe, oh Joe. <laughs> I, I love him. I hope. I hope maybe he he looks at this book real quick. Just you know, just, just hits it once, files it away. Well, you know us white people, we like free shit. So give us a couple more things that are in the book so I don't have to buy it. All right. No, I, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. Um, Go ahead. The, the audio is also lovely. Oh, Donald cool. Faison has done the audio for Random House. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. How, do, how do we get that? How do we, how do we get the audio? Uh, Random House audio. Um, I think okay. Penguin Random House. I'm not sure. If you go to adamsmeyer.com, it'll it'll give you everything you need. Okay. Right. It is the book Justice. is you can keep that to yourself. A comprehensive list of what not to say to black people for well-intentioned people of pallor. Okay. <laughs> I so go love ahead. that title. <laughs> this one is uh this is in the R section. You see, the book is helpfully uh, tabbed and alphabetized. So oh, nice. if you have an idea of something you want to say, you can just look it up real quick. And I do promise you that if uh, you walk up to a black person open your mouth, have second thoughts, and pull out this book. We will wait for you to check it before you say whatever it is you have it's in like your head. A, it's like that carpet say, commercial. It's like red wine being spilled on the white carpet when you're like, oh, oh hang on. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, okay. Okay, so this one is racist. Once upon a time, the word racist meant racist. And then a racist became some sort of boogeyman that would make Steve Bannon look moderate. You would never call someone a racist no matter what they did. Like, you would have to catch someone in a Klan robe trying to light a cross with wet matches before you even considered the possibility that you were looking at an actual racist. And maybe not even then. See, ignorance, which is another entry. Yeah. You started calling Nazis the alt-right at their request. Today, racist means a person who points out when racism is happening right in front of them. You can add racist to the list of words you have killed this century, along with literally and ironic, and you can keep it to yourself. <laughs> that was Adam Smyers Book Club. The book is You Can Keep That to Yourself. Yes. Adam, thanks so much for doing this. It was so much fun and so timely, so great. Uh, go get the book. Yep. We've got it linked everywhere, right? We do. Okay. Um, Adam, thank you, thank you, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Did I say anything that I should have kept to myself in this interview? Probably. But <laughs> you can you can check afterwards. Okay, I will, I'll check. I'll check. Okay, and then I'll edit it out later. Exactly. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Love you, Adam. Thanks, Thank Adam. you. Bye.
Well, I was foul-mouthed in that happy hour as usual. Now yes. I need to put it in my clean phone and disinfect it. I'm a dirty, dirty bird. Okay. <laughs> Listen, if you don't know about, know about UV light, you're, what, I, you're a doofus. I can't help you. I don't understand. UV light, they're using it in hospitals. They're using it on planes. They're using it in airports now. Stores, too. They yes. have little robots that go down the aisles of stores that clean all the, the products you. in the middle of the night. Bacteria and viruses everywhere. Your phone, your earbuds, your car keys, your groceries, your packages, your wallet, even your face mask. You can put them all in the clean phone or the clean phone pro. It diffuses, too, so your mask smells good and gets disinfected. You don't have to wash it every time. Right. You can get the KN95 masks here, speaking of masks. And the clean phone wand is for stuff that's too big to fit in the clean phone, right? All that stuff. Your packages, your shoes, you name it. Computer keyboards, because those get gross. Ew! Get protected, you doofy. <laughs> TheNewDealShop.com. Uh, you can get free FedEx two-day shipping as an added bonus. Get 10% off those FDA-authorized masks, those KN95s. TheNewDealShop.com. Do it now. The code is Stephanie. TheNewDealShop.com. <laughs> 